Hello everyone, welcome to the Michael Armstrong podcast show and uh, this afternoon I'm joined by KB McIntosh who's uh, from the Alone on the Couch podcast in the US. Uh, Miami, isn't it uh, KB? No, it's actually Fremont, Fremont, California. I'm in okay. the Bay Area. Okay, Fremont, California. Yeah, it must have been someone else I got you mixed up with then. I've been doing a lot of networking with people on Facebook and LinkedIn from all over the world. So, uh, yeah, I must have had you mixed up with someone else. But um, how are you doing today in Fremont, uh, California? I'm doing pretty good, Mike. I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for having me on the show. I know you're a busy man, so I appreciate yes. you having me here. Yeah, I, I'm very, I, I used to be very busy before I started podcasting and YouTubing, and now I've added that to the, to the mix of uh, digital marketing and social media and blogging and content and all of the things that I do, online networking. I, um, yeah, I am yeah. very, very busy at the moment, but I, I enjoy <laughs> it. I love chatting to people. Oh, same, same. A man of many hats. And I definitely feel you because I've been in the same boat since starting podcasting myself. So I definitely relate to the journey. Yeah, good, good, good. So um, the first place I usually like to start with my guests is how the lockdown has been for them. And also, have they done any sort of pivoting in their business during that time, um, you know, because of the lockdown? So how, how has it been for you? The lockdown has actually been very fruitful for me. I'm not going to lie. From starting my podcast to actually building a brand for myself, it's been giving me a lot more time to focus on a lot of my more aspirations and goals, such as such as this podcasting. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So, so you've done you've added podcasting during the lockdown period to your to your uh, um, arsenal. Yes, yes. So I initially started out during the pandemic, starting out doing uh, vending machines. That was a that was a business that I, a business venture that I started. Ultimately, was vending machines, and it was since here in California. Um, we have a lot more businesses that are still kind of opening up and drawing in people. It was a good business to start without finding a big hurt from a lot of brick and mortars and things. So it was a very quick upstart with a lot of profit margin at the end. And I just really wanted to pivot that from vending machines to starting my podcast because I have a background in radio and okay. journalism. So yeah. it was right in my wheelhouse. Yes. Yeah, fair enough. And yeah, the reason I started podcasting during lockdown is because when I knew people were going to be um, locked in for a while and were going to be suffering with mental health issues, which I thought a bit of positivity on a podcast would help them through that. Mm -hmm. And uh, and also I want to become a global speaker. So I thought, well, actually, podcasting is a great platform to put yourself mm -hmm. out there uh, globally and just see what comes from it. How have you been handling the lockdown and what are some things that you've been using to kind of keep your own mental health in check? Well, to be honest with you, um, I'm not somebody who, worry, who struggles much with my mental health. I'm a very mm -hmm. positive, optimistic, glasses full kind of guy. Um, mm -hmm. And the lockdown period has probably been one of the best, most productive periods of my life. That's good to hear. That's really good to hear. Yeah, and I'm somebody who, I was an award-winning salesperson and award-winning sales manager, um, uh, award-winning marketeer, and an award-winning networker. So I'm somebody who believes you get out of life what you put in. I like that. I'm going to have to use that, Mike. I'm not even going to lie. I'm going to have to use that last part. <laughs> yeah, you, you take, take whatever I got to give and use it however you want to. Right on, right on. Thank you. Yeah, you know, there's a reason why I put a lot of con content out on, on the podcast, on social media, on YouTube, and that's because I like to share. So, you know, take whatever whatever's mine is yours. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna take the good bits, Mike. I'm gonna take the good bits. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. So um so yeah, so you know, when you're on a mission to become a global speaker like me, you've gotta be omnipresent. You've gotta be literally right. everywhere. Right. So how have you been handling the the branding aspects of it? Because that's always the part that interests me. I love looking at different podcasts and how they market themselves and what's been some things that have maybe worked for you and what's been some things that have not fared so well or didn't pique your interest to use? Um, I think I'm too early at the moment to, to, to know what hasn't worked. Uh, okay. What has worked, obviously, I'm a digital marketing guy. I got mm-hmm. a digital marketing agency. So what has worked is um, I, I'm 15 years experience blogger. Nice, nice. So um, trans transferring from one platform to another was easy because it's a similar strategy. It's just audio instead of text. Right. Um, so a lot of my strategies, if you like, for blogging, I've been able to put into uh, podcasting. But what, what I loved about blogging in, in comparison to, say, just social media marketing mm-hmm. is that you appeal to the search engines at the same time as appealing to the audience on social media. Right, right. And what I used to use my blogs for is to feed my social media. Okay. okay. So they become like um, auto-scheduling tools. My blog become auto-scheduling tools for my social, yeah, which I also could pick up organic traffic from as well. Nice, nice. So I'm into efficiency. I used to be a corporate sales director, so I'm into like trying to do as much as you can in the time you have. Okay, okay. Um, And so what I like about podcasting is when I started my podcast, I did it because I wanted to become a speaker. And I thought, well, actually, it's a great grounding to actually just get out there and speak and just see what people think of your content. Um, But then I decided, actually, it was inefficient to just uh, podcast when I could podcast and YouTube at the same time via Zoom. So basically, I started doing Zoom calls so I could do podcasting and video at the same time. Okay, okay. And then I do a lot of online networking. So um, um, I've always got to follow up with people. Okay. So I decided to get them on my podcast, follow up with them, record them for my podcast and my YouTube. And I got three birds, one stone. I like the way you think, man. Yeah. So then when I post my content onto my podcast and I post it onto my YouTube channel, I feed from my podcast, I feed three Twitter accounts, a Facebook page and a Facebook account, uh, a LinkedIn account, and uh, my WordPress blog, yeah, which then feeds all my other blogs because I have like a, a, if something posts on that, then post it on that type system. Right, and right, then, right. And then from YouTube, I feed uh, uh, another Twitter account, another Facebook page, uh, a blogger blog, two blogger blogs actually. Now and I just set up a third one. Um, I feed... Uh, a Tumblr blog, uh, a Pinterest account, and um, and uh, a LinkedIn, a different LinkedIn account. Yeah. So from like one thirty to forty-five minute episode, I can produce about twenty, you know, fifteen, twenty bits of content for nice. different places. Nice. nice. And you really get a lot of exposure from that because that's a lot of branches. That's definitely a lot of branches to get exposure. Have you ever? Oh. Um, Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I missed one bit as well. I also put links in to okay. all of the descriptions. So I'm link building at the same time. Okay. Okay. So do you focus like um, when it comes to how everything is linked? Have you looked into proper SEO management for your keywords for when you're searched or anything like that? 
No, I do SEO services. So, you know, I put in lots of keywords. Um, gotcha. you know, I put in, gotcha. The reason I blog about, sorry, I podcast. Uh, I used to blog about a lot of subject matter. Right. And the reason I podcast about a lot of subject matter is because when you put your description into your episode uh, description, of which you get like 3,000 mm-hmm. characters, I think, um, it gives you a lot of uh, ability to write in a lot of content and a lot of keywords. So I, I use, I got like hundred, I, I probably got hundred or more hashtags that I use for different right. things. Um, and, and so, you know, and I, and I got a lot of range of keywords. So, so over time, if I keep piling on the content into the search engines, if people are going to be yeah. able to pop, I'm going to pop up and find me, you know, with, with any sort of area of interest or subject matter that, that I uh, talk about. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is there any tips that you can give maybe like me as a new podcaster or even some of your listeners who are trying to build a fan base? Yeah, well, um, one of the big uh, tips I will give, which is relevant to podcasts, blogs, YouTube or anything, is that you generally got to do about 10 times more than you think. Makes sense. Makes sense. Most people operate at about 10 percent, you know, 10 percent of where they should be at. Mm hmm. So actually just increasing drive and really making yourself a broad range to cast a bigger net. Is yeah, why. yeah, because, you know, ultimately, you know, you, you know, people are trying podcasting, YouTubing, you know, blogging, social media, people use it to get an effect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're trying to get a result. And, and, and results uh, as a percentage, you, you, your results will always be a percentage of activity. Mm-hmm. The more activity you do, the more results you'll get because the result is a percentage. So in marketing terms, often people need um, often to respond to marketing, whatever it may be, marketing a podcast, marketing a YouTube, marketing stuff. Unless you've got a real niche audience of people who know you, like you and trust you, you're going to get like uh, effects of things like 0.5%, 1%, 5%, 10%. So if you're marketing to a you know a hundred people a hundred times, you're going to get a lot more results than if you're marketing to ten people one time. Yeah, gotcha. that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's pure mathematics. It's, yeah, uh, it it's, is. It's probability, percentages, and statistics. Right. Yeah. Right. So if you want to be seen and be known and be found by more people, then if you ten x all of your output and ten x all of your regularity, then you're going to get ten times the results. True. Very true. Very true. So, and in order for you to be a success at anything, you need to be looking at levels 10 times more than the average person. I agree. I definitely agree. I think what you do is, is very dope with how you have everything daisy chain. I think to the listeners, understanding your, your actual market base, your clientele is also very important to know who your target, your target audience is. Um, I know listening to you, Mike, you already have an idea who your target marketing audience is. So I don't have to worry about you. But and it's, those are really good tips that you've given to me and the listeners. Yeah, definitely. And, um, yeah, you know, you've got to have your, um, you know, in any marketing, really, again, you've got to have an idea of who you're speaking to, you know, what language are you yeah. using to attract them? What's the message? And the other thing you need is if you want to operate at 10, 10 times levels, then you've got to know your your, your subject matter really, really well, because otherwise you're going to run out of content really quickly. Right. True. Very true. As an experienced marketer, what would you say is like the keynote difference of how, say, for instance, the UK advertises? Right. Thank you, Mike. 
Cheers, right. Have Cheers. a good evening, okay? Oh, what, what, what time is it at yours now? About lunchtime, is it? It's 10.06. It's still breakfast time. Oh, it's still okay. breakfast time. So you've got a full day. Well, enjoy. Enjoy, and uh, I'll follow you on socials, and we'll just, uh, you know, next time uh, in, a, in a few months or whatever, I'll ring you back up and we'll do a deep dive on something. Oh, definitely, for sure. I'd love to be back on, man. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. Nice. And like I say, if ever you want any guests, just let me know. I sure will. I sure will. Thank you so much, Mike. Nice one. All right. All the best, KB. Cheers. Bye-bye. Cheers.